0: By the end of this podcast, you'll discover whether Man United should be happy with their performance at Anfield, and why Man City are constantly bottling their leads. Welcome to the Knobcast, a podcast giving City and United fans their weekly fix of football analysis and debate, with a focus on banter rather than bias. In today's episode, it ended nil-nil at Anfield, Liverpool unable to break through the United-Ten Hag wall. Should United be happy with their performance? We've seen some Liverpool fans suggest they should not be happy with uh, the result. But we'll be getting into that. It ended a draw at Anfield. It also ended a draw at the Etihad Liverpool, uh, sorry, City 2-0 up, conceding to the Palace. Why is this consistently happening? at City will be answering those questions and more in addition to our viewer, Patreon supporter. Questions? As always, Man City fan Nobbins, that's me. It's joined by Man United fan Gasky. Hello, Hello. how are you, do, you doing, how mate? Are how are you doing? How are you doing? Apart from being a bit, a little bit under the weather, I'm uh, I'm dory. Excellent. Yes, we are both slightly ill under the weather. Uh, have been for a while. We've we've got past the hump. We're now in in the uh, in the end game. BS. That's why there's been a little less activity on on the podcast because we've both been ill and physically in, uh, incapable of recording. Uh, but Gasky, let's just let's, let's big up, big up the atmosphere, big up the mood. Do because, it. Let's do
1: it. We, good vibes.
0: Yeah, because we obviously missed the, the week where United lost against Bournemouth. That was just down to my illness, to be honest. But actually, United put in a really good performance at Anfield in a game where, to be honest, most people, myself including, were predicting a battering. I, I predicted a 3-0, uh, 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 you know, battering. Just, I was the
1: same. I predicted a 3-0 yeah. as well.
0: However, that's not what happened. So before we sort of like get into like, you know, the wider discussion of, you know, like some people and fans not being happy with the manner in which, you know, United fans celebrated or how they went about the game, just from your perspective, you know, talk to me about like your, your feelings, like going into the game and then obviously watching it and like, ultimately getting a point at
1: Anfield. Well, I I was expecting it to just be like, they're going to walk all over us. We're just not good enough. But, and, but to be fair, when you look at the stats, we're not, you expect them to concede and I think we were, a bit, everyone's been a bit naive of defensively how United have been because United have conceded one less than City now, one more than City sorry now, they conceded less than Tottenham and the same as Newcastle so they, they don't really concede many and the top, and, you know, and Onana's top of clean sheet so they don't concede a lot, it's just the other end that's the issue because they've scored 15-20 goals less than everyone else in the top half, that's where the major issue is putting the ball in the net but yeah I was very surprised that they could pretty much hold them at bay most of the 90 minutes because O'Nan really didn't have to do a lot. It was a couple of saves which, you know, I'm not surprised by O'Nan and it looks very theatrical doing them. But they're not very, not really, you know, saves he should struggle with. Mm. They, they were basically. There, there, no you know, there was no world-class goalkeeper. No, no, there wasn't. And yeah, Liverpool were very under par for them. They, were, they weren't they were good at all. But at the end of the day, United, United have been crap this season. They have offered not a lot. Mm. And... They've got about twenty injuries. They're having to rely on Scott McTominay, who vanishes at eight anyway, to then go at ten, who was useless again. And I'll take, you know, I'll take that, you know. And there's a lot of Liverpool fans out there saying that we're celebrating a draw. We're not. We're taking the fact that we didn't get battered. I think that's the yeah. celebrations for United fans. you are celebrating that they actually came away without being battered because that was what was expected.
0: Well, to, I mean, to be honest. You say that, you know, United fans aren't celebrating. If I was a United fan, I'd be celebrating because I thought it was a, again, let's think about the context. You got battered, sorry sorry to reopen the old wounds. You got battered 7-0 last season. You had no Bruno Fernandes. You had no Eriksen, You had no Maguire. You had all these other injuries. I can't list all of the injuries because there were so many of them. But it was basically like like a, a half-strung together team. They were like theories about what, what on earth is the midfield going to be, for example. You have got Johnny Evans there, who you know has, hasn't been at, at that level for however many years. All, all these other issues going on. Right, Rashford wasn't fit, fit enough to like to like start. But genuinely, United created the two best chances in the game. They they did because
1: I, I can't I can't count the amount of times in the first half that Salah and Salah put the ball out of play, in a simple pass, mm. and I see that every week with United. So that's how bad they were in the you know in the front of the goal, and defensively United were very good, they were very solid, you know and. Let's be fair, the, the Hoyland chance, which I think he should have done better with anyway, but mm. again, that's just confidence at the moment with him, Was that is exactly how Ten Hag wants them to play. And it, I thought it was brilliant, a play, piece of play. Straight from Onana over the top from Evans, but like a like a little triangle pass, and they're in. Yeah. And that's how he wants them to get, and that's how they're capable of playing. And then there's been all this talk about United park the bus. They didn't. They were trying to par- park. in the bus, if, in my eyes, is when you're just whacking it clear aimlessly. Yeah they weren't the, the, they were trying to play out yeah. they were trying to start an attack but the, the players are not good enough to do it yeah well, so you try well, to well, do there, there was that one do. moment wasn't there where I, I
0: think it may have been Ganacho running through and the ball falls to McTominay and if that's Bruno someone like Bruno Fernandez, he plays that ball through and United are in but as you but, say but, yeah. they didn't have the quality so they they were trying to do it but they just didn't have the players to do it because but they weren't the, available. the prime
1: example of the issue is, right, again, I'm, we're going to mention him again, but Kobe Manu, right, oh, at one point, so he jealous. turned three players and played a ball over the top. And tell me another player at United who can do anything like that. That ball threw it, to Canaccio it, as well, man. That was so good. That ball was sublime. Mm. And that's coming from, what, I don't even know how old he is, 17, 18? He's a, he's he's a child. And he's a child. He's a child and he's doing that. Whereas McTominay has been playing for United for six, seven years and he, he looks sideways before forward. Yeah. I think the pass to Hoyland was the first forward pass I've seen him making about six a month.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I've really not liked the reaction to non-United fans talking about how you know you shouldn't be you shouldn't be, pro- you shouldn't be uh, proud of how you defended. I don't buy that. I, I think the exact opposite. Like again, context. It's Liverpool. It's Anfield. You, you know, the last time they didn't Liverpool didn't win at Anfield in the league, it was May. So how many and, months? And also, when ago. did they not score? Yeah, exactly. It, 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 you know, exactly
1: so it's like you, you go into a very difficult place and you've got this many injuries take what you can get you know if if united were a fully fit squad and that was it came out of that i'd probably act a little differently i'd be a bit okay i'll take a draw but i'd be like they didn't offer enough though to yeah. go and win these games but with all the injuries they've got and and by the way, that is. Um Varane and Evans is United's ninth centre-back partnership already this season in the league that's mental that's that's ridiculous That that's less than two a game mm. yeah and that is absolutely mental and that's what they're having to deal with they're not even able to build a partnership remember last season when Varane and um, Martinez had that long run together they were unbeaten for months yeah and they've not had a chance to have all this yet and it's it's become a very big challenge. Yeah. And um,
0: Varane was fantastic. Like, he might not be able to play out from the back as well as you want to do, but he's a great box defender.
1: And well, that's, was... that's where players like Manu come in handy, where yeah. they can, you, all you've got to do is just get the ball to him and then leave it. Yeah. You don't, you've done your part.
0: Yeah. You, you touch on Manu, he he was brilliant. Considering how young he is and inexperienced, he didn't look out of place at all. Um,
1: at Anfield as well.
0: Yeah. He, exactly. he, started,
1: he did, 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 I think the commentator said he started three games and it's literally Newcastle away, Liverpool away, and Everton away. Yeah. And he's been fantastic. Like and and he's, he's been brilliant. Dallow,
0: so. Dallow was my man of the match. I thought he was sensational defensively. Anthony, from a Dallow defensive was standpoint, everywhere. was great. Yeah, You know what I was most impressed with Dallow was, we've spoken so much on this podcast about there is no player who wants to take it from the goalkeeper on the turn and get his team up the pitch. Dallow was dropping in as the defensive midfielder when O'Nana had the
1: ball. He was picking it up and turning. Oh, oh, it was that, really yeah, good. Yeah. So... D- Deleuze is, De is the one that seems to be the best one that seems to do that inverted fullback thing. He's not, okay, is he Is he the perfect player for it? No, he's not at all. But because of the amount, of time, I think there was one, in, one instance, I think that and only instance that annoyed me was the fact that he picked it up and I think there was a pass to get out, show on his, on his strong right foot to play it to him. He chose to go for the difficult left footed pass. And I'm like, decision-making improvement there continues your attack, but he's gone for something a bit crazier and it's, there's no need for it. But apart from that, but yeah, he, he, he was very good. I thought there was a lot of, you know, players offering a lot. Whereas with Liverpool players, it wasn't many that were going to be game changers, really. No. Like, yeah. Nunes is going back to being his useless self. Mm. Salah just had a really poor game, which he won't have every time. So when I've seen, I've seen clips of Liverpool fans wanting him sold. It's like, come on. Yeah. He's, he's had a bad game. Players have bad games. And he, if any player is going to earn themselves a bad game, it's him. Definitely. And Diaz was quiet. So, yeah, it was. Let's be honest; it was a shit game of football. Oh no, yeah, it was. But, it was terrible. Like, like but, we're talking about from United's perspective, it's brilliant for them. It's what exactly yeah. what they need, of course.
0: And look, the 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 impetus, the onus is on Liverpool because they're the home team, they're the better team. The onus is on them to do something. And look, they they had obviously a better XG, fine, but in terms of the individual moments, think about their best chances. They, their best chances fell to their defenders. And again, and the quality of United's two chances that Gonacho won and the Hoyland one were much better than that, Liverpool's. that rounds up United
1: season. They just in front of goal they've just been absolutely shocking. Yeah. But only in the league, Champions League, they're fine. It's just yeah. it's, it's so weird. So Very I, weird. I
0: don't, I don't, um yeah, did you very, want very, to call out Van Dyke for his comments? I think that annoyed wow. you.
1: He, because why make that comment i said it, it. it comes back to all these years with Liverpool and stuff you want you want Pete you know like you want teams to think like oh we're really good but when you're such obviously saying so loses weird when they didn't lose but when you're so sore about it about we're the only team that played especially after the game against City at uh, Etihad yeah to make them comments it's just like how about you just talk about how frustrating it is to not win the game and yeah. leave it there the fact you had to go make a comment and then apparently all well, the stuff he said to Onana down the tunnel Onana's been shocking at times but I'll tell you what he's got the mentality he's a mentality monster mm. he says you know the way he says I felt nothing at the time feel the atmosphere and found, I just laughed at Van Dyke's face it's just like yeah good good on him what's wrong with you you're the you're the team to beat at home that's the whole point of football you know you need to win the games and we have to try and beat you but yeah they didn't offer anything so that's their problem
0: No, 100% 100% yeah um, and as I say, if, if your best chances come to come at set pieces, and I, I'll then... tell you, what, I'll,
1: leave, I'll leave you one as well. Uh, There's another stat that I, uh, that I found. So last season, when they when United lost seven 0 Liverpool's expected goals was two point four eight, I think. Mm. This game yesterday it was two point seven six, and they didn't score one. So yeah. whose problem is it? Mm. Yeah. So exactly. theirs is higher. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, you don't you don't create anything like absolutely clear cut then it's, it's your own fault, isn't it? Yeah. You've touched on exactly. like so many instances where like, you know, Darwin Juniors, I, I, I think I like him as a player, but goodness me, he, there was some
1: like brain dead moments where Sinecast was really on stopped. the overlap. And it's, he's yeah, really he just stopped, he, he just stopped he was, moving. He more, he, the fact in his brain, he's more confident that a penalty is going to go in than him scoring an open net. <laughs> it's, just yeah.
0: it was, it was it's just, it all takes a
1: bit of effort. And he went not willing to do it, so.
0: Yeah, really weird. And as I said, there was one moment particularly was on the edge of the box. Simakas is r- tearing it up on the left. Oh, Play him he in, he literally
1: let he let every United player come back. Yeah, by just not he passing like, the ball. Now, yeah. now, now, and everyone's back, and and the and the opportunity's gone. Just re- really weird there. It's just decision making. That was just bad. It's what United have been doing all season. So that's what. Yeah, mm-hmm. simpler. But yeah. So
0: obviously positives from United after what's been a tricky period. We're obviously knocked out of the Champions League, um, losing to Bournemouth, but is can this now be like as going into like the new year can this be a springboard for Ten Hag to you know especially given the context of the the weaknesses of the squad can this like be something to rally the troops for the remainder of the season
1: just, I think they just need to somehow be sniffing about through the Christmas period and just get these players back fit like Eriksen's back in training Casemiro's back in training Martinez is back in training these players need to get get back fit they've only got two games in January the hmm. FA cup and the, the Tottenham game really, only two so I think they've, apparently they've only got two games from what I've read I've not actually looked I, wonder I think why? they've got two games I wonder why so I don't know League Cup maybe because not in that anymore are they well yeah. league, league Cup yeah but that's the semi-finals and normally it's midweek so I don't know oh, I have no idea I have, to, have to look into it but I'm not, I'm not 100% but apparently so so to me I'm just like well use that opportunity rest you know play play some kids in the FA Cup against Wigan mm-hmm. and that you've got nearly a full month and to get players fit ready for February yeah. and then hopefully they can spring on there definitely but I think they've got, they've got West Ham away next and then Villa at home. So mm. tough, tough games. Just try and get points if we can. And try and finally beat someone in the top half <laughs> yeah. away from home. That would, be, that would be nice.
0: Yeah, exactly. But re- really good performance, as I say. Um, obviously, Liverpool will be kicking themselves they didn't score a goal. But as we've discussed, in my opinion, United had the two best chances in the game. Uh, so there we go.
1: And, and, and it also adds to the fact that when you when you think about, well, I think obviously you're probably potentially going to say the next part about city's title chances, but Liverpool showed that are they there yet to go and win it? Mm. It's Arsenal. It's potentially Arsenal to lose. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> That's and, and, a, and
0: there's a big game coming up at Anfield, Liverpool yeah. Arsenal. That's huge. Uh, that is huge. Anything else you want to touch on with United, Gaskey? or is that all good? No,
1: I think I think we're I think we're are good. We're good there. Good stuff. H- Happy
0: Gaskey. Good point. Ham, 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 happy. Ham, 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 happy. Serrano. <laughs> What's your favorite cured meat? Ooh, Serrano, Parma. Uh, I, I think, think Parma, pepper, pepperami, pepperoni, Parma, Parma ham. No, yeah, love a good Parma ham. Cheeky Italian, Parma or uh, Serrano for me. Both, both top ten. Mm. Would recommend. Mm. I Love cured meats. Oh, I love meat. Mmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> city. City also played a game. There was another draw with the the Manchester Club. Man City 2, Crystal Palace 2. So frustrating to concede a penalty in the 92nd minute. Really stupid. Um, This is... Before we touch on the game gasket, let's just talk about the league situation. This is... That's now one win in six Premier League games for Man City, I believe. That includes draws against Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs... A defeat against Aston Villa, obviously a draw against Palace, and a win against uh, Luton. This is Pep Guardiola's worst ever run as a City manager, okay? As in like, you know. Um, This is the worst position from a points hot total City have ever been in under Guardiola. That includes his first season with the club, Okay. Now, which is staggering. I, I, I didn't realise that. This, this is worse than the 1670 in terms of a points that, accumulation. That's very
1: surprising to me yeah. that. Now, that, so-
0: that all sounds very negative and absolutely fair enough. I'm, I like to be more of a positive fan. I'm going to flip it on its head and make a wider point about the league. What I've just told you there, City are only five points off top spot. And this is their worst ever season under Guardiola. And the worst period under Guardiola. What does that tell us about the state of the Premier League from a strength
1: perspective? Well, at the highest level. So, so how many points? Off, how points off? Right now, are they off his second? You know, his over before worst season.
0: I think it is very close. To be fair, I think it's only one or two but then, points. Who was, difference.
1: Were they top or
0: who was top? They, they weren't at that point. They they, they weren't top. No, in six and Are, they, are they closer this season? Do you know that the, their gap from you know where they were to first? Oh, oh yeah, 100%. They're, they're closer right, close now. To this
1: season, yeah. That, well, that tells you it's a weaker league, Oh, it's yes. Well, well is it a weak? It's one of these, it's that question again, isn't it? Is the league weaker or is it stronger everywhere else?
0: Well, it can be both, can't it? When I say yeah. weak league, I'm specifically talking about the the the, top the title teams race, yeah. and the peak yeah. of the league. If we think about the, the highest point of the league being when, you know, uh, uh, it's between 2017 to 2020, City-Liverpool, yeah. for example. Obviously, there was a big gap between City-Liverpool and, and the rest of the league because City-Liverpool was so, 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 so good. Yeah, Obviously, the, the middle teams have gotten better. It's a more competitive league. But in terms of the absolute the ti- elite teams of the title, race, the title yeah. race, in my opinion, this is a very, very weak season. And therefore, it's there for the taking. Because City have put themselves in a situation where they keep dropping points. Any other season, they, they there should be Arsenal or Liverpool flying away with it. But, but but actually, we might be in a situation where both sides, you know, like, let's say there's a draw, you know, and then City win, that they're only three points off top spot. And Villa were top. Or maybe. <laughs> you know, it's. But how, how mad is that? Like, how weird is that? The, the, the league is just. Do you agree that, the, as I say, from a title race perspective, yeah. this is a very weak league?
1: Well, in comparison to last season, when when City weren't obviously worse off like they were now, but there was a bit of a gap, was it? Because uh, Arsenal were just top all the time. They only lost one game, and then there was everyone else. Yeah, it was, the, it was City, Arsenal, and everyone else. Mm. And that that was that was when you go, it was quite a strong, potentially strong title race coming in there. But yeah, it is it is weak in terms of that. Like it's it's, it's usually. When you have a title race, you have these two teams and you have no confidence in beating them two teams, they're going to win, they're going to win. We're at a point where like, we're even saying now, are Liverpool going to win the league? And you doubt them. Arsenal, you've got a bit of doubt for them. You've got doubt for everyone in the league. That is, It is weak because you usually go, oh, how are we going to catch them? Mm -hmm. You've got to keep up. Whereas City drop points and you're not devastated, it's gone because you know you're still there. But usually if you go and lose a game, you're like, Shit.
0: Yeah, that's well, yeah and that's the thing. I, ju- I just obviously I was annoyed when City like kept dropping points, but then, but then every time I looked at the league table and I was like, wait, because obviously in the past if you drop points, it's massive. And, you know, Liverpool are flying away with it, whatever. I was like, oh, we're, we're still we're still within touching distance. I like, huh.
1: that's, that's, what, that's what it's like with um, obviously United are far off, but they're not as far off as it feels. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, then I think they're only four
0: points off City. The,
1: the, the, yeah, yeah. Um... I think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because City drew. I think it is still four. Cause it was no, no, it wasn't. It been, if they won, it would have been four. I think it's about. I think it's six now. I think it's six. But again, it's it's too much. Oh yeah, you're right.
0: Six still, still. Consi- again, considering how no offense, shit, United have been this season. Yeah. to only be six points off the, the top four is mental.
1: Is mental. It based, yeah, based on that as well, and then yeah, it's, it's, it's it tells you it tells you how crazy the league's been but then i'm sorry i've got to mention them because i love it that how shit chelsea are as well oh no oh yes yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's still so they're still so far behind so but yeah, yeah it is it is a it is just very weak
0: it, yeah and me and, and you know so even though city have been a bit poo in recent games it still gives me some hope that it can still be uh figured all out it, all
1: it takes is a nice three four games run yeah, and, and you're and back in it easily. And you're back in there, yeah. yeah.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about the game then itself then. So what really annoyed me, Gaske, was, in my opinion, this was, that first half especially, that's the best I've seen City play this season. I thought we were fantastic. We were so fluid in the midfield, especially you had central Phil Foden running the show. You had Grealish help out in the midfield because Gavardio was shoved out to the left. That was fantastic to see. Uh, we were creating lots of good chances, obviously got the deserved goal, which came through. Uh, uh, Foden and Grealish that was fantastic second half I thought again we started that off really well so I had no I have no issues with like the tactics of the game obviously we we should have won the game we were 2-0 up capitulation bottle job whatever term you would like to use it's so annoying because we played so well and yet we threw it away it's not the first time that's happened this season late goals against Spurs against Chelsea against Liverpool now Crystal Palace i would be interested to get your take on this, Gasky. From my perspective, if you are a goal up late on, but you keep conceding an equaliser late on, that for me screams of a lack of leadership, a lack of in game nows, a lack of game management abilities. And as I say, it in th- that should stem from someone on the pitch getting everyone together some- and going, guys. It's the 90th minute, it's late on. What we are going to do is hold on to the ball. We are going to we are going to bore them to death. We're just going to play it sideways. We're going to be so passive. We're going to go into the corner. We're going to shit house and win fouls and go down easily. Um we're going to time waste, etc. But none of that has been happening, Gaski. W- why do you think that, that
1: is happening? Yeah, that's the crazy happening? part. I think I think it was Bernardo Silva or something. It was, I think it was a corner from Palace came in. I remember the front. I can't remember who it was. And he tried dribbling out mm. as if you were playing in the fifth minute. And it was like you, you've right, you're two one up. You're probably not used to playing this way, but just use your head. You know, just whack it clear if if you block. You know, if you're surrounded or whatever, or just play a quick one too. Get it, get it out wide. Get it out of the way of them. Whose fault don't, is don't it that they're not doing
0: that? Is is that a manager thing? Is that an it, is that is that the, for
1: the players to figure out? It's hard. It's hard to blame the manager because they've they've had it for years. These players have been under Guardiola for years. So why have they and decided we're too good for this league? Let's just try and play our style for night for ninety minutes. You know, spin it off. Just spin it off for five, literally five minutes, mm. and then we'll take the win. But. It's weird. It's like yeah, like you say though. It's it's happened over three or four weeks uh, weeks now. of Just doing these, you know, silly mistakes. If they're gonna start, if they start conceding goals, fine. But don't yeah, don't throw it completely away. Like you know, you it up, you're comfortable. They've got a goal. They've got a goal back, and it's like oh shit, go and, go and score a third. That's what that's what the city we know is. Or you be like oh, Palace has scored, interesting. But you know, City are gonna go three one up in a minute, but it's not happening anymore mm. and then errors are appearing i think it was it was um your video i watched um and i saw the stat you put on about the um is it the turnover of the ball yeah and yeah. and that's the prime example of you've got you're comfortable and then as soon as you get to the end of the game the pilots are having it more city are having it a lot less and it's like what's a team's just turning the turn up the heat and city're not coping or is it the fact that city just Make it more interesting. Yeah, it's weird,
0: it's, it's weird because... In, it, they, they, so Foden, first of all, we have the ball. Foden runs into traffic, gives it away. That's the first error. But but then we win it back. So it's like, right, we've got away with that. That that, that mistake is now irrelevant. Yeah, we've got the ball back. Now, we can't become... Oh, Bernardo's trying to dribble it out of his own defensive third under pressure in the 92nd minute. Oh, now I've given away a penalty. So they had, they had two bites of the cherry there to just get rid of it. Foden had the chance, didn't take it. Bernardo had the chance didn't take it. So I, I just don't, I just don't get it. And as I say, for me, and, and the, the, I touch on it in my video, like the, the penalty as well, for me, that just stems from there being no lead, that like, proper leader on the pitch. As much as I like Kyle Walker, um, he just seemingly is not being that calming presence. He, I mean, he's a very ag- like, aggressive uh, uh, player anyway. He's not that calming. He's not the Fernandinho, the Gundogan, Bruyne, David Silva, Vincent Company player who is going to go, guys, lock this down, yeah? Let's just see out the game and get the three points. Hoof it. Hoof it. Get rid of it. That penalty as well. Why isn't... You tell me, Gasky, Why isn't Kyle Walker screaming... And going mine, and runs to it and boots into Rosehead. He can see the Crystal Palace forward running onto it. He can see that Foden is an attacker and probably shouldn't be clearing it. He can't even see the Palace player behind him. Why isn't Walker, the captain, the leader, the most experienced player, taking ownership, taking the burden, going, I'm gonna hoof this into the fucking crowd, and we're gonna get this brilliant three points? Why isn't that happening?
1: That, that that is that is the real question and, and like you say it is it's is a lack of leadership it's a lack of th- that discipline and it's crazy that it's happened 4 or 5 weeks now you know of match weeks and and it's yeah it's over over and over the, and, and at home as well yeah you know and you 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 could, you, you know you you want the crowd to be behind the team and stuff but when the team are just crumbling it adds nerves yeah, that's To the crowd. Right? Quiet as the crowd. And that's what happens. Yeah.
0: It's very frustrating. In my opinion, it's something that can be easily resolved. When De Bruyne comes back, that's fine. Um, don't play a Walker in these games, clearly, for many reasons. We haven't even touched on the attacking and defensive issues that that, that raises. It's a lot. And that's the thing with Walker. It sounds like I'm just having to go with him constantly. We know he doesn't offer anything going forwards anymore. It's now got to the stage where he's not even being that defensive guy anymore. He's just negative in all aspects of the pitch.
1: Um, is he? Is he? Is it time for him to be dropped? Would you? Say? In my opinion, or would you yes. say? Or would you say it's just one of them?
0: He was a bit part player last season in the treble-winning gear. He played around fifty percent of the minutes. He's our top. He's our top performance. Maker this season. No one's played more minutes than him. Even Edison has played less minutes than Kyle Walker this season. So after a year where he's going to deteriorate, because that's how aging players work, he's gone from a bit part player in the champ in the in the in the treble winning gear to the main guy. And again, Gasky, I'll ask you this. Who 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 was it that played in defense in the Champions League final when Pep
1: was like, right, I need my best team? Was it Kyle Walker? No, it oh. wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was that shock of oh, he, as as he, as Pep overthought it again by dropping you know putting Walker on the bench, yeah, type that, thing. That tell, like, I yeah. think that
0: tells you everything.
1: Pep it was, was probably, like, but why is the, the question is as well? Why is he magically playing every minute? I don't know. Is it, all is it can, a lack of a right back?
0: All I can think uh, of is it's a political situation because Walker's had a contract extension.
1: Yeah, he was he was threatened. He, he was He was thinking he was, he was going, going to go buy him, buy-in. and he's probably gone. Okay, you could play more.
0: Yeah. That's all I can think about, which is wrong,
1: because he, he, player. That's it. That's it. Players. That's just players wrong. running the club. And look at the state of United. What happens when yeah. players run the club? It's I, not I,
0: good. So I, I was happy with the Walker extension, but if it was at the sacrifice of right, he's going to play more than literally anyone else.
1: But, that but, is insane. It's to not me. just that. If that, let's say that's right, it's it's this type of thing. How the hell is going to allowed to go then? Yeah. Well, that that's just mental as well. That's another mystery. Yeah. If you're gonna if if you're gonna like. Keep Kyle Walker by offering him more minutes, type thing. But you're just going to go, "Gundo, i tough shit." That, yeah. That's mental. Bad, bad, bad mistakes, in my opinion, very, very bad mistakes.
0: But, but hopefully, as I say, in my opinion, it can be resolved relatively easily. Just don't play him. De Bruyne will come back. St- stones will stones. Who would, will.
1: who would you like to see on that side then?
0: Akanji. A Kanji. get a Kanji there. Akanji. He can do that. I don't don't care if he's centre back. He's very good at right back without the ball. He's he's deceptively quick. He actually offers something going forwards. Think of the goal. Think of that Champions League final goal. Who was it that came forwards with the ball and played in Bernardo? It's a kanji. Walker ain't doing that. He's probably trying to take a 40 yard screamer shot. Um, So yeah, he's not done as a player. He's a good squad option. He is obviously like part of the captaincy team. So good off the pitch, whatever. But he can't, he just in 2023, nearly he's 33 years old. He can't do anything going forwards. His his, defen- his defensive frailties is being shown. He seems to be slowing down as well. A couple of times he got burnt for pace against Palace as well. It, it's, it's time. It's time, I it think. Yeah. It's got to be done. I'm just hoping that it's 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 a relatively easy solution to fix. But I tell you right now, if we don't fix this problem, we ain't winning the title. No shot, sunshine. Gasky, shall we have a couple quick questions from our Yeah, Our lovely it. supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, the link will be in the YouTube uh, video description and also the show notes of the show. This will be your opportunity to answer us, uh, to ask us questions. question. Sorry. I'm just going to uh, have a little cough. <coughs> Excuse me. Will says start bench sell these three players, one for their current level and one for their ceiling. Okay. Interesting. So Rico Lewis, uh, Kobe Mayneau and Lewis Miley of uh, Newcastle. I've not seen nearly enough of Miley. So he's going to be at the bottom
1: for both white yeah, ones, he's he's not he's not played enough. But like, I'm so exci- I understand like Manu's not played enough. But uh, oh, I'm so excited I- by Manu. I'm so excited by him. I'm gonna say it's, it's, uh, it's re- a tough one because Lewis had a lot more football. So I think. Starting him makes more sense based on just the amount yeah. of football he's playing. Well, I'm going to say current but, level, Lewis.
0: I actually think Meinu might be going to go on to be a genuine star. I, I,
1: though. I, I, I genuinely think if United don't sort themselves out, he's going. To, he's going to a massive club, and he's being. He's basically doing what Bellingham's doing at Madrid now. Yeah, and, and I know it's early days. So I don't, don't want to put before he threatens. I
0: don't want to <laughs> put pressure on him. But you know, you, know what you can just but, tell that you've got a star on your hands. It's just the way, the way he moves, the way he hits the ball. Oh, just, and, I really like him, sweet. and I'm and this, very is, jealous. this is where
1: you, this is where these managers just know, just know when they see stuff. When I think it was, it was the it was the, Car- it was the Carabao Cup final when they when they won United, and the first thing tonight I did was I had a chat with Manu. He's like, he knows, mm. he knows that this player is a big part. So
0: Ed, a g- great question. Will uh, I love Lewis, love Manu? I think they're going to be big players for England. We need their profile as well. No one else can really do what they do. Uh, Ed uh, finally asks, what team had the best transfer window? And we're now nearing January. Which team do you think will have the most interesting transfer window? I think that Chelsea, because I've no idea what is going on at that club. And Poch- <laughs> the- <laughs> Wait, wait, which one?
1: Best <laughs> <laughs> <That's not> start interesting? <laughs> well,
0: well, certainly the most interesting because Poch- Obviously, they bought so many players. And Pochettino's like, yeah, we're going to get more players.
1: So, I was like,
0: guys, well, you, what, you don't they're need gonna, more. You need less I'll anything.
1: I'll tell you what they have to do is throw money at a goalkeeper. That's the first thing. And another striker.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's, isn't that meant to so, spend a billion quid no, you over a proper striker? That's there's insane. Got, there's, got to be,
1: there's got to be something. That they've, we're going to find out in like three or four years that they've broken loads of rules and they'll get a massive fine. I can just yeah. see it happening. Definitely. Um, just, I think Billy's just gone. Fuck it. We'll yeah. take the
0: phone. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, if, if you believe like the financial experts, they're saying that they've they're already you know they're on course to be in breach. So if you spend even more money, even more in breach. You breach. You Yeah.
1: It's going bre- yeah.
0: yeah, to be really interesting. Guys, thank you so much for your questions. We're going to wrap up the podcast. I hey, really hope you have enjoyed listening to us. Do make sure to follow so you're also updated for whenever we release these episodes. Uh, as I say, really hope you have enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Nobbins. I've been Gassy. And we'll see you guys next time. Whoa, you'll hear us next time. Goodbye.